You're listening to the Guess Off My Soapbox podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We want to make the world a better place and share life-educated opinions and have discussions on various topics. Welcome your host. He is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, and always wants to know, how's your integrity today? Mad Morgan! And good evening, folks. Hey, I'm your host, Mad Morgan, and it is Wednesday night. Yes, it is. Time for another Get Off My Soapbox. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Today, I believe we are on episode 16 of Get Off My Soapbox. Another week has passed, and weeks just seem to go from one to the next so quickly, right? It's just like, boom, week is done. Next week. And before you know it, it's been like another month. And you're like, huh, where did that time go? (laughs) I don't know. But here it is another Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy hump day to you. I hope you have had a good week. How has your integrity been this past week? How was your integrity on the weekend? Are you being the positive change? Are you setting the example? That is the question I always want to know. So tonight on Get Off My Soapbox, I've been thinking about this because the long format shows, it's funny because my day shows, Monday to Friday, my short format in the morning of Soapbox Daily, are, you know, scheduled to be three to five. They usually end up being five to eight give or take. Sometimes they go a little longer to eight, but usually it's about the five to eight mark. When it comes to my Wednesday night shows of Get Off My Soapbox, I try to have something substantial for you. I really do try to have something substantial for you. Something that goes a little more in depth, gives you a, something more to think about. Rather than just rushing through putting an idea in your head, I want to get a little more descriptive. So today, for episode 16 of Get Off My Soapbox, we are discussing, and here's our topic title, in case you're curious, Tell Me You Love Me. Simple as that. Tell Me You Love Me. That is our show title for today. Tell Me You Love Me. So what are we talking about here, folks? Well, I think we're talking about a four-letter word. Starts with an L, ends with an E. And I guess what we're touching on is what it is. And I know I talked about this briefly on, on Soapbox Daily, if you've been following along. And you can always check out all our shows on getoffmysoapbox.com, where we have all the information on our shows, both our long format show of Get Off My Soapbox and our daily Monday to Friday short format show of Soapbox Daily. So getoffmysoapbox.com, check it out. Also, all our social media links are there as well. Check out the FAQ section. It gives you a lot of answers to a lot of things. So today's show about love. What is love? Love is an interesting little word. As I mentioned before, it gets picked on, it gets beat around, it gets abused. It's good when it's there, better when it's true. But it's a word that I don't think the majority of us truly understand. When we're young, we figure we got it all figured out. When we're young, we figured, eh, I know what it's all about. I like you very much, so I must love you. You know, I think you're cute, so I must love you. <laughs> it's... It's interesting how we define love. Like, I could love a pizza. I love this kind of pizza. Or I love this kind of drink. And then, of course, you love your parents. And you love your friends. But I just don't think that love is can be used. And that's why I mentioned it, it's, it's abused. I don't necessarily think it could be used always in that context. And that's why I think it's misunderstood. And, and love could be kind and love can be cruel and I see this because when it's kind it's great but when it's cruel it's usually used for manipulation and that's what really sucks 
I'll give you an example. My daughter had uh, some former friends of hers that kept on saying, love you, at, you know, the exit or departure of each other or getting off the phone or ending a conversation. And it was used in manipulation. It was uh, it was a ma- used to manipulate, to play mind games, to pretend that there was some deep feeling there, that there was some deep connection there. So it was completely misused for manipulation purposes, unfortunately. And um, she didn't realize it because, you know, she's still young. She still has a lot of growing up to do and a lot of learning to do. But I saw it from the get-go because I'm sorry. That was something you never said as teenagers. I love you. I mean, to, to family, yes. Maybe your best friend, yes. Maybe a boyfriend after many years of being together, yes. I could see that. But not just somebody you hang out with a lot and you're constantly using that word. In today's society, I see it be kicked around a lot by the younger crowd because they don't understand what it is. And to them, it just puts some solidifi- uh, solidifies or uh, uh, adds some strength in their viewpoints to the relationship. It's supposed to erase all the mistakes. It's supposed to erase any misgivings, any bad actions. It's almost like a, a wild card of excuses of getting out of trouble. Because in my daughter's example, yeah, there was mind games. There was manipulations. There was misdeeds. There was a bunch of stuff that was not above board. And it seemed to be excused because of the exchange of I love yous. Again, when you're young, you're naive. You don't know what love means. You think you got it figured out. You really do. I know I was there. I thought I had it figured out. I thought I had figured love out a lot of times. Turns out I just really liked the person. Or, you know, we had a connection. And not necessarily romantically, just even as friends. Fine. But don't beat around the poor little word of love. I mean, what is love? I didn't realize that until later on in life. So, I mean, love is... True love is not about finding yourself in another. I mean, you don't fall in love or think you're in love just because you want to find yourself, right? Your identity is not to become someone's other half. It's to be yourself. So don't get swept up in your partner just be... Don't get swept up in your partner that you become them. I mean, don't get swept in that whole idea I mean, you're each other's halves, but only because you choose to be an item, so to speak. You're both together. You have a relationship. You're committed. But you're you're each individuals. So keep that in mind. You make the conscious decision and you feel the way you do because you're good to each other. You take care of each other. You're kind to each other. You're nice to each other. I mean, you have to love yourself before you can truly love another.
So you love your, yourself, you can truly love another. Because you kind of have to love yourself in order to be able to truly love another. You, you have to be know who you are and all your needs and all your wants and all your desires. I mean, there's a lot you have to know about yourself in order to be able to share yourself with somebody else, from my viewpoint. I'm not saying you can't have a crush on somebody. Crushes happen all the time. It's just basically an, a heightened a heightened sense of um, attraction. It's, it's uh, not love. It's just you like them. You find them cute. You find them attractive. You find them endearing. You find something about them. It's a crush. It's... It's just one of those passing fancies. You don't know who they are as an individual, just from what you can see, from what you know, you like them. You have a crush on them. And large amounts of like gets confused for love, which is true. I mean, true love is not demanding. True love allows you to be yourself. And ultimately, true love should come naturally. It's not something that's forced. It's not something that, oh, you really want it, so you're going to pretend it happens. Pretend it is what it is. And, and you're going to convince yourself, and the other person's going to convince themselves that it's, it's true love. My experience from, from love, as I said, I've been down the path about a dozen times where I thought I was in love. Truly did. Strong feelings. Strong attraction, liked the person, thought it was all great, you know, and I thought it was something it wasn't, especially when you're younger, because I said attraction gets confused for love. Uh, liking somebody because they're kind to you it gets confused for love. But it took me several decades, a couple decades easily, to truly define what love was for me personally. And ultimately, it might be different for everybody. Different people, different perspectives on what they feel love is. Me, I personally found love to be 100% confidence that somebody is there for you. 100% confidence that doesn't matter what happens, that you can rely on that person. You can... Submit yourself to that person completely and they would do everything in their power to take care of you. That is true love. Okay? That is true love. It's, it's um, what's the word? Oh, not undefinable. It's like, uh, I know the word. I mean, I've, I've, I've come across it before. Unconditional. That's it. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. It's kind of like the love a, a parent has for a child. It's unconditional love. Um, a stronger example of that is a, a, the love a mother has for a child more so because that's a, a stronger bond in my viewpoint. And that is it's unconditional. A true mother would unconditionally love their child. Now, it's a different kind of love, a motherly love, than it is romantic love, of course. But if you can submit onto yourself somebody 100% that they have your best interest at heart, that they would do anything in the world for you, and they truly feel it. And, you know, it's funny because my wife and I were complete opposites. We, we truly are. We come from different walks of life. She took the academic. I took the go out in the world. And we are complete opposites. We can't even agree on TV shows. 
So you think, well, what's the attraction there? What's the attraction? And in all honesty, it started out with the fact is, is that it was unspoken from like our first date of who we are just based on our actions. Not about words, not about anything like that, not about words, not about convincing, not about, you know, you look really fine, you're dressed up in some great clothes, you got great cologne. No, no, nothing like that. It was simple gestures and then it went from there. But it was, it was just unspoken. It was not like we really had to try. It's not like we were at love at first sight. It's not like boom, but from the beginning, it just felt right. Some people would say, oh, that's just because you're older. No, actually, I think it's because it's either you can identify it when you're young and see truly what the definitions of love is and it's different types of kind of love and not get mixed up in thinking that something else is love. It's either you're advanced to think and know about that at a young age or you just have to go through enough heartbreaks and enough of life struggles when it comes to relationships and the ups and downs and the betrayals and the good times and the bad times and everything else to truly define what you feel love is, right? For me, went through a couple of bad marriages, had a couple dozen relationships, quote unquote relationships, if you want to call them that, and at least at least half a dozen times I figured I was truly in love. I wasn't. I wasn't. I just I just convinced myself I was because I really liked the person or I was dating them for a while or I had conception in my head that they, they do or maybe they felt that way about me but I didn't feel that way about them because there is one-sided love. There is one-sided that feels it and the other side that doesn't feel it. It, it, it does happen. It's, it's not, you know, unheard of that one-sided love happens. But the true love, the true love goes beyond definition. It's what poets write about, as I always say. It's the true definition is without effort. It's just something that is just there. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to convince each other about it. It's just there. You're both on the same page without saying a word. And in my particular case, it's weird because, well, my wife and I have nothing in common. You th- and they, I know they say opposites attract. Eh, I don't know. I kind of would like the idea if she'd get into the shows and movies I like to watch. I would kind of like the idea if she played video games. I mean, that would be kind of cool. But is that a deal breaker? No. Not a deal breaker at all. And a lot of responsibility came with the position of this love. But amongst all else... When you truly find true love, you are willing to give up whatever you can for it. It's that strong of a feeling. It's that strong of I mean, nothing else compares. You can say, oh, a million dollars, two million, ten million dollars, hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, you'll give it up for that. Or some model or some celebrity, blah, 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 blah. No. And it's priceless. And it's actually a priceless deal. And I mean, I could go out, I could pretty myself up, I could lose myself a little bit of weight and I can prim and proper and just, you know, doll myself all up and go out and I could probably get some what the the fashion industry or the beauty industry would consider, you know, nines and tens of somebody on my arm, 
who frankly is just a, a husk of an illusion and and would that make me happy no it wouldn't and what i'm saying is is that it goes beyond anything else when you love somebody you don't care about the weight they put on you don't care about how they look you don't care <laughs> if they're sitting on the couch and they fart beside you it, nothing i mean nothing would dissuade you for for whatever they did other than of course be unfaithful that's a different story altogether but the general being of themselves being free with themselves both sides can be free of themselves and it really wouldn't matter because you love each other regardless. You do what you can for each other to make each other happy, to be there for each other, to, to truly make each other happy, do things for them, uh, look out for them and everything that they care about. You do it. You don't question it. You just do it. Um, true love is based on friendship. I mean, you, you have to have a friendship with the person you're with, right? You have to be friends to some degree. It can't always be about the romance, you know, and to get love, you must give love. So you kind of have to be a two-way street with the efforts. You can't just be one-way sided, right? So friendships can turn into love but there's different types of love just because there's friend love doesn't necessarily mean it's true love doesn't mean it's that deep love it's something you might say once in a blue moon hey you know what buddy I love you but it's not the love that comes and goes parting and going and everything else I mean we tell our, our daughter we love her all the time only because we want her to know how much she matters to us and that she's loved and we think about her and everything else. We never want her to forget. But it's also, I guess it's one of those things, you never want to have a bad situation happen where you never told somebody you love them one last time. Or you want to reaffirm that no matter how your day goes, you're still loved regardless. You know, that's, this is why you do it. Now, some people say that's just, just going nuts. It's going overboard constantly telling somebody you love them it, it doesn't make the definition any different doesn't make it any deeper it's just something that we feel we want to do that we need to do we want to put a smile on somebody's face that we truly love and we want to tell them that we love them i don't know why we do it we just do it and it's natural it's just a natural thing it's not said in exchange because we feel we have to it's because we truly love and i'll give you an example um, of love my daughter's pissed off at me she won't respond to me with I love you or love you no and and that's it's not that she doesn't love me anymore it's just she's kind of stating it that she's not too happy with me right now she's, she's basically saying hey dad I'm not happy with you right now you know <laughs> she'll come back with some smart answer like thank you <laughs> like okay I know where things are standing now but Love is also about forgiveness, right? So you got to learn to forgive. You have to learn to compromise. You have to learn to work it out. Because I'll tell you, there's moments that I fight like cats and dogs with my my wife. We really do fight like cats and dogs. We have some heated discussions. But at the end of it all, it's not like either one of us is looking for the door. 
we're just getting it over it. We're licking our wounds. We talk it out. We work it out. We move on. That's what love is. Because true love lasts. I mean, think back to those casual relationships where your significant other wiping his nose on your bath towel was enough to end it. Or her, you know, either one, him or her. And those relationships are immature. And whatever you thought you experienced wasn't love. When you're truly in love, problems like this are just small bumps in the road. No problem seems insurmountable. You're more than willing to work through anything just to stay together. Not because you're desperate, because that, that love, a true love is worth salvaging. That true love is worth working for, working through. Come hell or high water. And true love is definitely committed. I mean, it is human nature to be attracted to other people, to allow your head to be turned on by an attractive passerby. I mean, don't let this make you feel guilty. It's just the way we're wired. But as long as you're committed to your partner, your relationship is fine. When you're truly, and I mean truly in love, you don't want to be with anyone else. You don't think about anybody else. It's not a passing thought. Nothing. Everybody else is irrelevant. The only one that matters to you is who you're with. You can't even imagine spending your time without without your your sweetheart, you know, your significant other. You just can't imagine you're spending your time with anybody else. It's only that person you want to be with. And you also got to remember to love yourself. As I mentioned before, you have to love yourself because you have to love yourself to be able to give love to others. But sometimes... You have those weak moments where you don't love yourself and that's where true love comes in as well because your partner who truly loves you will pick you up, will pick you up, boost you back up and get you back on your feet again. That's what it's all about. And it's really hard to explain, I, I'm, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping today I've, I've helped shed some lights on what it means to be a love because I mean, I love being told I love, I'm loved. But one thing is just words. The other is actually feeling behind it and the actions to back it up. Because anybody can throw that L word around. Oh, I love you. I love you. Oh, yeah, I love you too. Blah, 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 blah. And it gets abused, as I mentioned. It gets misused, abused, and everything else. But you know it's true on the words of someone that truly loves you. It seems to have like a different tone to it a different ring to it, a, a, a different mm, punch behind it, a different, you know. And so we'll sum this up on this one. When you're young, and I'm not saying that young people can't truly be in love. It is a possibility, but you're still trying to figure yourself out. You still get your hormones you're dealing with. You're still trying to deal with your thoughts. You know, you're still making a bigger deal about little things that seem to matter with you that you, it matters to you as a teenager, but as you grow older and mature more, you realize how foolish it was. Like, I know for a fact, my daughter's going to look back and go, man, I wasted so much time on Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram, and all this. It was pointless. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it was pointless. But you pulled through it, and now you're realizing there's no substance to it. But that's the same thing with love. I mean, I've caught those texts where she says... She loves her boyfriend, but she's been friends with him for years. So I think it's more of a friendly love. 
which is fine because he treats her good. He's kind to her and everything else. And so we don't really sweat it. But if it was somebody that she barely knew and they just started dating and have no history as friends, I would sit there and look at it sideways going, "Uh uh-huh, don't think so. It's more of an infatuation. It's more of you just really like them or they're really cute. Do you think you love them? But you don't. Love is definitely a bond. You cannot, you can't, I don't know. You just can't make it any less. Like it's as it's such a strong word that gets completely overused and misused. But when it's true, you can't use it enough. (laughs) That's, that's my viewpoint on that one. Tell me you love me. That's it. Tell me you love me because it's always nice to hear. It is always nice to hear that, you know, you're loved, especially when there's meaning behind it. And when the person who's actually saying it truly does love you, it's, wow, it is great. It is great to definitely have that. Hey, and if you haven't been in love, there's still time because everybody out there wants to be loved. Believe it or not, I would, in my opinion, would fairly have to say that at least 90 a good 98% of the people in the world would truly like to be loved. Nobody wants to be lonely. Everybody wants to be wanted. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be needed like that. Have that connection, that closeness to somebody, that commitment to somebody. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be accepted. And if you haven't found it, maybe you're not looking hard enough. Or maybe you don't realize that people love you. Maybe you don't realize that. Maybe the other people don't know that you love them. So, hey, make a point. Giving it a shot. If you truly feel strong about somebody and you think it truly comes from your gut and it truly is there, tell them you love them. See what happens. (laughs) I'm just saying. There's enough hatred going on in this world and enough toxic people, enough bitter people, that I think maybe if they just had more love they wouldn't be so toxic. They wouldn't see me so bad. They wouldn't be doing evil things in the world if they were loved more, truly loved more. Maybe somebody just needs to tell them, maybe they just need somebody to tell them that they love them and then they would change their ways. So, hey, if you're over in Russia and you have an audience with Putin, just tell him you love him. And maybe he will smarten up and stop all the stupidity that he's doing in the world right now. Just saying, just saying, it's a possibility. (laughs) Okay, so that is it for love. I mean, I like to think about it. I do. I kick myself for the wasted time I've spent over the years and wasted relationships and how I've abused that word myself many times over my life. And if I could take back a bunch of those I love yous, I probably would because I think there's people that did not deserve that I love you on a few occasions for sure. (laughs) And others, maybe they needed to be told more, but where I'm at now, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it. I have a good family. I love them to pieces. I love my daughter. I love my wife. I love my parents. I love my extended family. Even love my sister who could be a pain in the butt. But, you know, everything else aside, good times, bad times, that love, 
that you have and you truly feel in your heart, not just in your head, but in your heart as well, just helps get you past all the trivial things that happen in between relationships uh, with friends or family or whatever. You just you get beyond it. You just do because it's important. So, hey, find your love. And I hope you truly find love. And I hope this helps clarify a little more about what love is. It's beyond infatuation. It's beyond really liking somebody. You feel it in your gut. And it's both ways. But you have to love yourself before you can give love to somebody else. So don't hold back. You know, give love to others. Love yourself. Respect yourself. And um, get to know yourself. And don't get me wrong. There's always that risk of a broken heart. But you never know unless you try. All right. It's a complicated thing. Take it slow. That's all I'm going to say. When it's there, you will feel it. It'll just be... You won't even have to say it. And you and who you love just knows it's there. You feel it. Trust me on this one. Once you get there, you'll know and you'll thank me because you'll be like, oh, that's what Mad Morgan was talking about. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Mad Morgan probably knows what he's talking about. (laughs) All right. I'm going to wrap this up for this Wednesday. It was uh, quite, quite um, a mild conversation this week, but... I was just thinking about what I want to talk to you folks about, and I think love needs a little more credit. As I said, I touched about it on I touched on it on the uh, soapbox daily uh, within the last couple of weeks. I wanted to talk a little more in depth about it and try to give you some clarification as to what true love truly is. And um, yeah, you'll know it when it's there. Trust me, you'll know it when it's there. It's it's amazing feeling, gets you through the hard times, and definitely makes the good times even better. <laughs> So I'm going to wrap this up for this Wednesday. Hey, thank you very much for tuning in this week for Get Off My Soapbox, our weekly long format show. And if you are only with me for once a week, I will see you next Wednesday for our next episode. I believe it would be episode 17 of Get Off My Soapbox. If you join me from Monday to Friday in the mornings, from Monday to Friday for Soapbox Daily, hey, I will see you tomorrow morning at some point, depending on how the day goes. And uh, we will catch up more for that episode at that point. Until then, I please encourage you to check out the FAQs and check out getoffmysoapbox.com. There is going to be some changes to the long format show. And I think I've decided the beginning of December to stop making the video component of it because of the length involved. And this is pending on the progression of, um, I guess, donations. And also, in order for me to free up my time, so Patreon, if you can, you know, take it, check out some tiers on Patreon. If we get that rolling, if I get some followers and supporters over there, then I can free up my resources. Because I really need to dole some of the, the work out that's involved in the podcast, because doing it solo, it's uh, time-consuming when you have a family and you have a job and you have responsibilities. So that's kind of why if you're able to check out Patreon, check out the tiers. If you could uh, give any support, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. And then of course, when I do stop making the video component of get off my soapbox, they will come back once I get at least a couple hundred dollars per month of, um, 
of subscriber type support from my audience, you folks out there. And I would appreciate that. I know I hate it asking for money. I hate begging for money, but you know, these things cost money. Putting on the podcast ain't free. It actually is a monthly costs and there's costs involved with uh, everything from the internet and of course the equipment and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not looking for handouts. I'm basically just looking to uh, pay off some of the debt in order, you know, for everything I put together to make the show happen for you guys, because I'm here for you. I'm, my goal is to make the world a better place. That's my goal. That's why I'm here. That's why I do the show. And uh, I enjoy doing the show for you, and I hope it helps. And I always encourage you, please reach out, send me a DM or emails, contact information's on our website, or over on Twitter, at Mad Soapbox. By all means, reach out to me there. Tell me what you want to hear. Give me some topics. Give me some feedback. I've been getting some from some of you out there, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the emails. I appreciate the DMs. I'm going to keep asking you to send more in because I love to hear what you got to say. So in that regards, thank you very much. Please share the show. Please tell others about the show. Give me your feedback. And I am going to wrap this up at this point. Thank you again for listening. If I don't see you until next week, have a great week. Otherwise, see you tomorrow morning. Take care of yourself until then. And I will see you next episode. That's all for this episode of Get Off My Soapbox podcast. Appreciate you tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Mad Morgan, head over to getoffmysoapbox.com for links and details. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow so you don't miss the next episode.